We're back with the insurance one-on-one episode. Uh, every everything from commercial insurance. I think we talk about a little bit of home and auto, but mostly commercial. So get your pen and paper ready. This is not a yawn-worthy episode, but it's short and sweet with some great information. Enjoy. back with another episode of Ask Philip. And so today, uh, I've, I've done an episode actually uh, on insurance, I think within the last 30 days. Um, but I'm bringing another guest back for, for insurance because I just don't talk about it enough. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm definitely not an expert on commercial insurance, which our guest Susanna is. Um, so, so I'm going to venture get... a guess that not many people talk about insurance very often at all. No, no, not it's not a favorite topic. All. It's not something that we wake up and say, oh, man, I, I wonder if my uh, liability claim for whatever. I don't even I don't even know. The, I don't even know the terms. That's how bad it is. I wouldn't even know where to start to talk about insurance. I'd, so it'll, it'll be talk, it'll be like talking about rugby. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, <laughs> so, so thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. So I think I, a, lot, I, a lot of business owners, I think, feel the same way. I don't know how many times I sit down across from somebody and they go, either I hate insurance first, or they say I'm really bad about insurance. So it's kind of a universal uh, feeling, I think, of frustration, which yeah, is where yeah. I come in. So I'm sorry, but, but, you go. This no, is your show. No, no, you get to talk. Hey, no. Look, you, <laughs> you, you, are the, you are the guest. So how did you get into the insurance business? My dad had an agency in Tyler. Um, and when I was in high school, I used to go in and run his mailings. And so, um, I have a really useful theater degree from the university of North Texas and I was waiting tables. And so he said, Hey, you know, there's always a desk for you here, which I didn't want to be in Tyler. So I said, well, what if I work remote in Dallas? And so at that point, this was 97. So health insurance was not what it is today. So I was primarily running group health quotes. Um, and then those group health clients said, Hey, will you handle our commercial too? And I was like, absolutely. Because that's what any <laughs> salesperson does. And then, um, those same people said, Hey, will you do our personal insurance too? And so, um, we just kind of became a turnkey solution for many of our clients. And so for a really boutique firm like ours, it keeps us very involved in our clients' lives. So we get to talk to them more often. And I think of it as a gift and I'm so grateful for it. I mean, I just saw a picture of one of my uh, clients on Facebook, something they posted. And I was like, uh, hey, I don't think we have that insured. We should probably do that. And he had <laughs> forgotten to tell me. So um, Nice. The benefit to social media, right? You get I guess, to spy your yes. clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and and this is an off the cuff question, but it's something I actually always wanted to know. Like, like, so I asked my, you know, my agent. I was like, hey, I need to do this um, liability thing for my business. Um, why do so many, you know, agents like not just bring it all in house? 
mean like the commercial, the home and auto. Because for, for me as a consumer, it's easy. I'm just like, hey, this is my insurance agent, you know? Well, that's what um, we definitely try and do is to keep it easy um, for our clients. Um, you know, there's not many people who do what I do where I can do multiple lines of insurance. I think it's part of it is um, my personality where I like to have lots of spinning plates going at once. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a whole movement that says you should specialize and you should just be the best in this one area. And so we try to be at the best at being a turnkey solution so that we have people who can handle the commercial, the personal, the health insurance. Um, I don't know. We see the value in that for sure, but not everybody yeah. does, you know? So I, th um, I, th I, th I think it's where the market is going. Cause we're maybe, maybe it's my generation. We're the convenience generation. I'm just like, please just make it convenient. Like I will pay up for convenience. Just don't make me do extra, extra work. Absolutely. So, okay. So as far as, uh, and, and, and so you've been in the business like for five years, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on 24 years now, Philip. Okay, so so you've been. Doing so I guess this I'm for really doing it. At year 20, yeah. I was like, "Wow, I guess I'm really. This is my career. How did this happen?" Right. Yeah. For for a while, you're like, "I'm I'm just doing this until." And and and, and I'm gonna get a couple of questions. So you so you mentioned acting, and people don't know that you actually do act, right? So so you're an actor. Like you've actually gotten, like not a actor that says, oh, I'm an actor, I haven't gotten paid for. You've actually got paid for acting, right? I used to never tell my clients, actually. Um, really? Because I was worried they wouldn't take me serious. And then there was one year where I did um, a TXU spot that showed in uh, the final four when the Mavs were in the final four. Man, and then the gig was up at that point. <laughs> like, I got so many calls after that. But they all thought it was cool, so it kind of worked out. And I guess I was a little older then, so um, they already took me seriously. So I don't get to do it as much as I'd like to now, but it just becomes something, you know, I get to do, like, maybe if I'm lucky, once a month or once every other month. Got so, it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. No, that's a, that, that is a, uh, that's a useful skill in 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 our business not that you want to like fake people out but you know what i mean you have to be able to entertain people and if you can act you can entertain and people like you and you can entertain probably makes the insurance process a whole lot well uh, we definitely talk a lot about um you know and as an actor you you were trained in knowing your audience like you learn to listen to people and um you know, even when you're up on stage, the sound is different when you know that you really kind of have their attention. So I think it makes us really attuned to other people. And that's something that we do talk a lot about in our office, like um, what kind of person, like there's basically, you know, four personality types that you will sell to. Not everybody fits in just one, but we talk about where we think this person fits so that we can communicate with them in the way that's most comfortable. You know, some people like a lot of information. Some people just want the overview. Some people want to be handheld a little bit. And so we try and, and um, streamline it so it's for our clients the way that they like to be talked to. Yeah. If I had to guess, you're a, you're a high DI, right? In the disc profile? The driver? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the DI. Yeah, yeah, Drive. the driver, driver influencer. So I call them, oh. you know, 
Donald Trump and Robin Williams is how I learned it, you know, which he, I learned it before he became a super controversial figure, but you know, gotcha. the, 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 the driver and the, the party person that gets along with everybody. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm in that driver category. And until I learned yeah. that, I really only sold to mostly drivers because mm -hmm. that's how I was. And so um, learning to know what other people need was really, was really helpful and, you know, knowing your yeah, audience. It, and it, it is. That, that's how I picked up on, on, on yours. You got to learn. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do well with C's. I've never done well with C's. And as I, and I have a few C's. But I just learned to just, I was like, listen, I'm, the, I'm just not going to be the person for C's because if you want me to open up the prospectus and read the whole thing to you. Oh, um, the analytical? Like, what do you call the C's? Uh, yeah, analytical. They're like Dr. Spock. Right. But how do you, <laughs> how do you get to the C portion? How do I figure it out? Well, yeah, like because you said D-I and then C. What does the C stand for? Oh, um, I actually don't know. Uh, the so D is direct uh, directive or whatever it's called influential. Direct. C is is it? I don't think it's concise. I, I don't know. But calculating I, analytical maybe. Calculating analytical. Maybe. Yeah, I just I just learned it as the, the uh, Mother Teresa was an S, Donald Trump was a D, Robin Williams was an uh, I, and Doctor Spock was a C. And so it was just easy for me to just picture uh, picture somebody. I talked to a business coach once and he was saying how there's a lot of people that won't even teach how to tell, how to sell to an analytical because they say the sales process is too long and they'd rather just be like, you know what, we won't sell to them. We'll sell to these other people, which, uh, I don't know. It was interesting to say the least yeah, same yeah, limiting, I, I, but yeah, it, it is. And I have some, but what ends up, I get my analytical clients because, they end up, we meet some kind of way and they trust me first. But if I have to approach somebody analytical and I have to take them through the whole process with no trust, like it's just painful for me and for mm, them. Mm. And so I just, I just don't do it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I know we got off topic. We went into a little sales training y'all, but that might be helpful. <laughs> <people>. <laughs> so as a business owner, um, where are most business owners, not covered right because as you know i'm i'm you know uh, i know different businesses are, are different but as a business owner i'm thinking okay i gotta get clients uh but every business has some sort of regulatory body or some type of risk where if you get hit with this risk and you're not protected it can like wipe you out so 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 yeah we're, we're most business owners not covered um some of the business risks visit biggest risk that we see right now is on cyber um okay it used to be just cyber, uh, cyber thieves are coming in and hacking and stealing your information, but they're not just doing that anymore. They're going to go in to your clients' emails and hack their email, and then they're going to send an email from your client invoicing you for a certain amount of money. And they're going to put in all the same phrasing, hey, girl, the same thing that your client says to you all the time. And you're going to, and you're going to, they're going to be like, Hey girl, I got to change my banking information. When you send that bill back, make sure you send it to here instead. And you send it to there and the money's gone. A hacker um, did that. So cyber is huge. I've seen a couple of those claims uh, this year already. Mm. Um, so if, if you don't have cyber, you should run out and get it right away. And I think we'll, we don't, there's not cyber on the personal side that I've seen yet, but they need to develop it because it's going to be an issue on the personal side as well. 
Um, business income is another area where we often see gaps. People don't have enough. So um, for your brick and mortars, if they actually have a place that they do business and you have to close down, then your business income brings in money while you are rebuilding. It does have to be due to a covered cause of loss. So this was huge during COVID because the restaurant industry, um, the policy language seems to exclude COVID. And so they're fighting that in court right now. And it'll be interesting to see have it, how it comes out. Um, and lastly, I would say having a good inventory is huge because um, they don't just pay you the, the property amount. You have to show this is the pieces of property that I had to get reimbursed. Got it. Yeah, that's cyber insurance, something I'm, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think about. Like you think about all the tech type stuff that you have to have to protect it and your privacy stuff. I was like, yeah, it would be good to have some insurance in case it happened. That way you could uh, make your clients whole. Well, and then you open up your computer one day and they're like, you must send us this much money to have all of your data. Mm. And so there's been school systems. They just paid the $60,000 because it was cheaper than fighting them and getting um, their tech people involved. They just were like, whatever, we'll just pay it and be done. Right. Man, that's crazy. Isn't it? So, when you're looking at coverage, how do you know, like, which company is best for the coverage? And, and I mean, and I know, because a lot of people look at price, and, and let me and let me preface it with, I think if people are only buying insurance, you know, with price, it's the wrong thing. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but like, so outside of price, what are you looking for when you decide to pick the right company? You know, I think you look at um, AM best ratings, you look at reviews, um, you pick a reputable agent that you can trust. Um, you know, we get feedback from our clients all the time. So we know which ones have looser purse strings than other than others do. So um, I think it comes back to, uh, you know, knowing the people that you're doing with. So, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's so much of our world is designed now to just buy online and do it yourself. But um, it, is there a person involved? Is there a person who's going to help you and be there for you if you do have a loss? Got it. Because that claims process is super stressful i bet yeah and we're here to help people through it we do it all the time mm -hmm. okay um how do how do you avoid insurance companies uh finding loopholes to not pay you speaking you know, about claims um you know becoming really more educated on what your policy does cover is helpful because so many times the only times that uh that people really look at their policy is when they have a claim so if you take the time to go over it with your agent and um, I mean, sometimes it's really hard to even get an appointment with clients because they're like so busy. They're like, let's just renew it. But you just got to take some time because I think sometimes people think, oh, this is a loophole. It should be covered, but it was never in the policy to begin with. Mm -hmm. So the expectation is it's going to be covered when it never was. Right. Right. No, you're right. You're right, because, you know, as, as we talked about before, uh, you know, we had a situation where we have a leak that we're dealing with right now, and it, it made me look back at my policies um, and understand them. And, it, you know, and it, and it would have been covered, but, I, you know, that's when I, that's when I realized, oh, man, I do have a really high deductible, <laughs> you know, which is, which is cool um, on an ongoing basis because we can – we, you know, we could eat this cost, but I was like, I need to review my policies more because that's sure <laughs> caught, <laughs> that caught me off guard. Uh, 
So, so no, nah, un- understandable. What, what, what are some, um, like, do you see any changes going on in the insurance industry? Because it feels like tech is hitting everything, but I, I'm, I'm not up to date with how the insurance industry is using technology to better underwrite, better serve clients, provide better policies, whatever it might be. Are you saying anything? You know, we had a, uh, we were working on a case this past week and they were reviewing it and the underwriter came back and she was like, Hey, look, I'm looking at the Google shots overhead and we have a question about the neighbor. It looks like a junkyard there. Can you tell us what's going on? Um, they're sending drones up on the roof versus people. Um, there's so much more information out there that we can get easier. So there is uh, an increasing dependence on tech. Now people can submit claims over an app on their phone. Whereas before you had to call, drive to the adjuster, the adjuster comes to you. And now you just kind of pull up your phone and you take the pics and they send it off and then they send you a check. So tech is making it easier. And in, in many ways, I think the area where as much as it goes, and you know, I, I feel like I'm re- repeating myself, but the more that people can use tech, it seems like the more the feedback is that people would rather talk to a person any day. Mm, right, right. It, it's it, it, so. What, and what do you mean by that? Because I'm that's I, I'm like for example, I'm somebody who I want to I want to deal with an agent. Now I don't like I don't want to I don't want to deal with tech for the service aspect, you know. But I would love to to deal with tech on like everything, like you said, filing claims or you know, or if 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 if, if my agent said, "Hey, Philip, if we can, if we could track some data on you that will lower the cost of your health insurance because you know whatever you're a safe driver or on the commercial side, I don't know how you're doing a commercial, but they they would have some data to say, oh yeah, your business is safer. We'll give you a discount. I would so do that. I do it on my cars, you know. I do it on my uh, yeah my cars. You don't have a way to do it at home. Not yet. Not yet, right? Your I'm smart like, like, home is watching you. Would, would, would a smart home um, do that? Not yet, but you have Not to yet. wonder. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Tesla came out with their own insurance earlier this year because mm. Tesla captures more information about their drivers than anybody. That's you true. know, so um, that was really interesting. I have to think all the other all the other um, automakers are going to follow suit because right. if you but know I- how fast they break. You know how fast they drive. You know how they swerve. You know what times right. of day they drive. Um, you know if they're sleeping behind the wheel, which we've seen people on the highways sleeping in their Tesla. Yeah, they're probably true. driving better then. <laughs> I trust cars more than people. People are like, you're crazy. I'm like, I'm ready for automated drivers because if you drive past some people now and see what they're doing when they're driving, give me the computer all day long. I don't like people driving. Yeah. But going back to your earlier question about tech, I think the more that insurance companies can automate and streamline, it reduces their overhead because then that's somebody that they're not employing, but there's mm-hmm. really no way to um, duplicate a personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think if you, and, and this is just me freestyling, I think they can cut a lot of the money from home office. The agents can probably make agents can probably be paid more for better infrastructure on the service side and, and the client can still save money. But it's, I feel like it's so much waste in home office with the insurance companies where like, you know, 
computers can uh, save just save it on paperwork or uh, mm. a bunch of that a bunch of that waste i'm like man i could that could save us some money and put more money in the agent paying the service i would love to like i said i don't, I don't think dealing with an agent is ever going to go away people, i call it a dj people will always need a dj right spotify ah. spotify has great playlists but we if i have a party we still hire a dj yeah that's true because yeah. the DJ is going to read that room and know when it's time to get the conga line out. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So, um, so, um, so la la last question. Are you an NFL person? Do you watch football? I do. I, I watch inter intermittently. Okay. So you Not very often. You, you, you got to pick for this season. The, sun, the season starts on Sunday. For real? The season starts? The season starts you know, Sunday. So my husband is a Broncos fan. We end up watching the Broncos quite a bit. We watch the Cowboys, of course, because we're here. So mm -hmm. what's yeah, your, who's okay. your pick? Who's your team? Yeah, Saints are my team. They, they, oh, they I are, like the Saints. Yeah, the, the, the Saints are my team. And it, it was, I'm from Houston. The Oilers left when I was a kid. And uh, my wife and I go to New Orleans every year, just about. And so I – I was never a big football guy until I married my wife, which is kind of the reverse, right? Normally, yeah, you know, all all of my friends brought their wives into it. I was like, I didn't watch football until I like my mother in law is the biggest football fan, and my wife is a huge football fan. So I had to pick a team because we watch it on Sunday. So I was like, I'll be I'll be the Saints. We go there every year. That's a good one. Yeah, it was literally that random. I didn't I didn't know anything about the team. <laughs> That's funny. So are yeah, you excited yeah. about the new season? I, I, sports for me this year has just been weird. Like I, like even the NBA, which I, which I typically watch, and we're in the playoffs, and my team is in the playoffs, the Rockets. I'm just not super excited. I mean, I watch the game, but I'm going through the motions. And so football starts this Sunday. I'm trying to get excited, but I just don't care. It just, it just feels off. Right? Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. I'm like. Is this what season are we in? It's summer, and I'm watching basketball. Is it what? What's happening? Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'll try to get into it, or maybe when we can go outside and watch a game at the bar, you know, with a beer, around mm -hmm. people safely with no mask, you know, which will happen in 2030. I'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 2030. Uh, I hope before then, but yeah, just, no doubt. I want to manage my expectations. So, if anybody has a question on. Uh, you know, insurance, uh, they want to review their policies, they want to know if their policy will pay out, how, you know, they want to talk to you, like how would they, re you know, what's the best way to reach out to your find or get information on your company? Um, you can go to our website, which is www.gibagencydallas, and that's G-I-B-B, agencydallas.com, um, you know, like the BGS, Gib, um, or you can call us at 214-324-3660. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate your time and expertise. If you are interested in well, thanks so much for having me. This was really fun. Or to see how far on track you are with your retirement okay. goals, right. Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk.
Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.